Hello and welcome to the Don't Lose Your Head podcast, episode 89. It's 2022, it's a new year, and boy are we excited to talk with you about all our new fantasy and 30k and 40k and all kinds of hobby ideas. Uh, my name is Morton and I'm joined, as always, with my beautiful co-host, Nicholas. Hello. Hello. I'm going to do my normal voice. I don't know what's going on with Morton. I think he's been uh, severely affected by... Nurgle's rod. COVID, uh, COVID, you I'm back. <laughs> so, how are you feeling? Woo, woo. Back, back, yeah. Ready for a new year. I found the fun, uh, the fun sound app that we used before, remember? Yes. <laughs> so good. Uh, I'll, I'll just leave it here. Uh, no, but I'm good. I'm good. Uh, ready to talk about some fun new plans. Um, new year, new army, of course. And uh, I already have some projects that I've started on. And uh, yeah, and I know that you have some as well. But uh, should we talk about some news in general first? Because there was like a, a big preview just before we... <laughs> or maybe there's been more. Yeah. Well, a big preview. It was It was a preview day at least. I don't yeah. know, has there been more than one? Uh, no, I think that was it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very, very disappointing, I think. <laughs> uh, finally, Horus Heresy reveal. Will we get the new box set now? No, we got Cabanda, <laughs> the demon. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's tragic. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, mean, I, I don't mind the model. I think it was a cool demon. I don't Yeah. It uh, would have would have been kind of cool if it was if the pose worked with Sanguinius, you know, like that beautiful artwork where Sanguinius they're like falling and fighting like Gandalf and the Balrog or something. Um, Just have a because of Cabana model, like... yeah, okay, well, <laughs> because Sanguinius is already falling like that, so you would have to have a Cabana who's basically on his back. Okay, I uh, just bring him out and the guy you're playing like what what's he doing? And then, like, wait, wait a minute. And then the guy just has to pick out the single news model and oh. put it next to it, like, oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> That's how happy I would. No, but, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, I, I, I realized that, but it would be cool if you had some sort of option, maybe. I don't know. Could be looking slightly up or something. Yeah. Like he's waiting to fight him, or I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't watch the preview. Uh, because I knew it was gonna be horseshit. And it was. <laughs> like I am like I've been excited for like Psych. three previews mm-hmm. before that where they were, and I was like, oh we're gonna show some more seriously stuff. And it's always been shit. Yeah. And it's just like like working up the hype for days to watch it and then it's just gonna be shit. I I'm I'm not gonna stick around to watch the like new Age of Sigmar models for two hours <laughs> to see something disappointing at the end. I'm just going to wait till it happens, and then pick out. I don't even know what they got this happens. time for Age of Sigmar. I just saw that there were some new Eldar models or something. Oh, yeah. Like a new Avatar of Cain and stuff. New jetpikes. Yeah. yeah. Which are good. They look, they look sort of like the old, but newer. So, always nice yeah. to have an update. Yeah, they were good models. But, yeah, nothing crazy, I would say. Did they, was there something for Age of Sigmar or... There was nothing for the old world, right? No. No. 
yeah. I don't know what they release for Asia Simar. Yeah. Some fish shells, probably. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but um, uh, said, it's a bit weird. Why? Uh, I mean, they did show a new logo for her Cersei. Oh, that's true. That's kind of nice. Which got people excited. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, still, I'm not going to get excited until the... I actually see something real. So, is that a sign that it will be sort of implemented in Games Workshop main? Like, we have our different series. We have 40k and we have Horus Heresy, and they're like equal in status or something. Just so I don't know. Hmm. Um. um yeah. We have to wait and see. But I mean, we had those leaked pictures for. Was it since last summer now or something? And Forever. I mean, yeah. Are they denying that they're real? Were they not real? Well, Could they have been? It, for sure. Are they f- fake? No. Uh, why not just own up to it? But I mean, or did they have it? How would they have it? I mean, do they have things? I guess they do have things ready quite far in advance, but to have things ready in the summer and then not release it for a year or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's very strange. Hmm? Maybe marketing has to be perfect or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. But uh, Total War uh, Three is almost out. Yeah, uh, I pre-booked it. Or... First game I pre-booked in a long time. Oh, damn! That, yeah, that's some commitment. I thought you were against that sort of thing. Pre-booking? Do you get like a free do you, a T-shirt or something? Yeah, ogres. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've seen some uh, streamers have like early access, so I've been watching some of them uh, play the game, and it looks really cool. I like what I see so far. Um, I've been watching a guy who's uh, playing Demons of Chaos, just like, or Chaos Undivided or whatever they're called. Uh, and I, I, you know, initially I thought they would be the most boring, because it's like, no, I'd rather have like a pure corn army or something, because the aesthetics look so cool. But then they dropped this awesome thing where you have a demon prince that you can just equipped with different arms and the heads and stuff and you can I don't know it was really cool and you have access to well everything basically from the uh, from the different uh, demon lists so I think uh, in a way it became more interesting than uh, the others so yeah I'm happily uh, surprised so far that um, like build your own demon prince seems really cool yeah it's really cool you can just instantly swap things, and I know I don't know. Uh, yeah, a lot of things about the game seems more, uh, I mean, uh, optimized in a way. Things that were problematic before, and such. So, you, uh, yeah. are you gonna play demons first? Uh, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna be <laughs> keep on watching other people play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm happy to do that for for now. Maybe one day I'll get a good gaming computer. We'll see. I, maybe I'll watch. I'll watch. You can start streaming, and I'll watch you. And I'll. <laughs> but you had uh, the other ones, right? One and two. Uh, no, you? no, I never. I n- haven't played a single game. I just oh, wow. watch tons of other people playing them. I think they're really cool. I mean, it's basically what got me into Warhammer Fantasy. Watching that game. Hmm. It's kind of oh. weird. Weird way to go. But uh, yeah, uh, yes. I'll, I'll stream it for you. I'll stream my my Kislev playthrough. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be fun. Or I hope I hope you will be. I mean, that's like a, uh, you know. Uh, I hope you will be satisfied. What if it's not 
the way you think Kislev should be, and then oh. Uh, Will you play as the Tsarina or as uh, uh, Rasputin? I don't know. Uh, so my Kislevites are like based on uh, Erengrad. I think. Oh oops, yeah. That might be where that guy is located. I don't know how to divide it because Kislev. I guess it should be three places. I don't know. Uh, Oh, they they only have like two legendary lords to start with, I think. But then, they, I mean, they will probably release more later. But I think uh, Kostaltsin starts north of Erengrad, somewhere closer to Norsgrad. Hmm. No, I don't dare to say. I think it was on the coast, though. But it wasn't Erengrad; mm. it was further north. But uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe they made up some place for because he's like head of the church, right? Or like the great orthodoxy. Yeah. So maybe they made a sort of place for him to be. Uh, it would yeah, be fun if Erengrad became... That's pretty weird like the, that he's head of the what they call like the state church there. Yeah? They don't have a state church. I mean, they but don't I like... have a unified religion. No. But I like that they have this sort of uh, there's some sort of mechanic where you fight for control. It's like, oh, is the church in control or is the Tsarina family in control, sort of? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of cool. It's a very Politics. cool, like, uh, Russian vibe to it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I mean, uh, I mean, uh, the, the lore changes, and it has changed a lot throughout the years, so like, I'm not yeah. going to say if anything is right or wrong. Mm. As long as what they change it to is cool, yeah. it makes sense, then I'm happy. I hope the the way they play will, I mean that that will feel uh, representative for you. That when you play them, I, that you will have things that you could sort of retreat from and from a battle and just have this sort of uh, ambush tactics. Yeah, I really wish that the campaign would work. Yeah. Anyway, you could do that because usually, like when you're playing, and like you start a battle, and then you want to do like just a, a hit and run and mm -hmm. kill some units and then flee or something, mm -hmm. and then the next turn. Like, because you fled, you can't move, and then you can't escape, and then these kill you. Yeah, yeah, they have to... I hope they've fixed that, but uh, I don't know. You'll have to try it out and see. So when do you get access? Is that, like, uh, in a couple of weeks or something? In February, yeah, right? Yeah, sometime in February. 15th yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh, exciting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, no other news... Right? Because we talked about the Khan last time, so I think yeah. heresy-wise we're covered. <laughs> That's easy, <laughs> as always. Uh, I don't know about events. Are we getting close to another event in Sweden? I don't even know anymore if there's any There was supposed events. to be the, the one in the, in the north, but it got cancelled because of the current Restrictions. events. Yeah. yeah. So okay. um... We'll see what's next. If... I guess link on and stuff, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Hmm? Uh, it's supposed to be a Depthcon soon as well, right? Is that oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe they will save some reveal for that. Who knows? Yeah. Everyone going to the event will get the new Horus Heresy starter box. <gasps> Plastic Mark II armor. Oh my god. The new Heresy COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, should we talk about some of our new projects then for the for the new year? Yeah. 
Um, would you like to start? You, you've been. We, uh, we can we can take it in turns a bit. Yeah, we the, do have several things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll start with a. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> mine is all fantasy related at the moment. But okay, so before Christmas, I was talking a lot about. Mm, uh, or I don't know. Well, I was thinking about Tomb Kings a lot. Uh, because I don't know. I read an old White Wharf where there was a Tomb King army, and I'm just, oh, I love it. Always loved Egypt. And, uh, <laughs> you know, always loved Egypt. No, but I loved uh, ancient <laughs> Egypt. It was always fascinated me as a kid and stuff. Uh, and I think the color scheme and everything is so cool. So I was like, oh, yeah. And there's these like 3D printed uh, uh, third party mi- miniatures that look really cool for just, you know, skeletons and stuff. And uh, some really cool. Yeah, I, I had an idea of how I would make an army. Um, and then I found some orcs on Tradera. Uh, oh, well, Swedish eBay. Um, so I got some orc boar riders. Because I had another idea about making Bretonian orcs. And now I'm doing that. <laughs> Instead. <laughs> I'd waited, you know, I waited so long to get these new plastic orc boar riders. Um, which, I don't know, they, they can't be that old. It's a very good plastic kit. And it's multi, you know, multi-part and everything. The pigs are basically the same as the savage orc boar boys. Uh, but they don't sell them anymore. I mean, they sell the savage ones, but I guess it's something to do with the, that they have the new Oruk war clans and they have some sort of pig, huge pig riders, right? <laughs> I think you get yeah. three in a box or something, uh, and I, maybe that's why they stopped because I don't think the kit, the like the kit can't be bad in any way. But um, but I managed to get some finally. So um, and I already had a couple of things ordered before like some you know oh fuck what's his name isn't like iron ah the the, iron jaw yes that guy the like orc war boss on a big uh big boar with some sort of big shot i think in the lore i think he's like the best of the best or something (laughs) that's what they all say it's something like that but i don't know i'm not using him i'm I'm using his body and i'm converting these guys I'm just using his body. I don't want. I don't care about his lore. I'm making up my own shit. So uh, I was just gonna make the, the the original idea was just to paint, just for fun or for the sake of painting. Like no no real plan to make a playable army. This would just be a painting project. Maybe something you know to, because um, well a way to practice painting skills and stuff. Like it would take its time, and maybe I could. I don't know. Um, but then, of course, you start thinking like, oh, maybe I could make it into a small playable army. Maybe something for 6th edition or I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it ends up. But I, because I thought Bretonia looked so fun to paint with, where you could do everyone in a different heraldry and stuff. Um, so the idea was that these are orcs from Massif Orcal in Bretonia, <laughs> where there, there are tons of orcs. Yeah. Uh, and they've been sitting there in their mountains and they've been fighting these goddamn knights for so long and they're they're sick of it they're like oh we can be just as fancy as them gits hey. so you have this crazy warlord who's like yeah we're gonna be knights ourselves um so i took green stuff and i just pushed it all over my boars to have make them have some uh, you know some cloth yeah bard yeah barding uh is it called barding regardless if it's cloth also like chabrak, 
I don't know. They have they have skirts, you know, like a Bretonian horse. I tried to make my boars look like Bretonian horses in a way, and uh, I also tried to make. Yeah, yeah, I shown some of them, right? Uh, Some work. Uh, I think I have one guy who's almost uh, done at the moment. Um, so it's gonna be let's see, eight, eight orcs on boars. But there's like a lord guy in here and a battle standard guy and a damsel. An orc <laughs> damsel? Oh, hmm. I'm so beautiful. <laughs> Are you going to use it as a shaman? Or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a shaman on a boar. Uh, although she's going to ride a fancy pig, like a, a normal domesticated pig. Uh, and of course, I think it's going to have a unicorn horn also because. <laughs> That's what damsels usually ride. And this is just a beautiful little pig that's just like, oh, all the orcs are like, oh, look at that one. That's a ma- That must be a magical boar. I've never seen one so hairless and pink. Oi, it's got to be magic. Uh, <laughs> I just love that with orcs, that you can just make up this kind of weird, stupid, uh, ah, well, sort of uh, history. And it's like it kind of works, right? Because they're orcs. They can do all sorts of stupid things. But uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, I, st- uh, I don't know. I got a bit stuck with the painting. I started doing, you know, one you with just all... just got stuck looking at the beautiful pig? Yeah, I, a bit. Because it's gazing is... at it. <laughs> I just bought one of these, you know, pigs that you have to play with in like a, a farmhouse, you know, yeah. for kids. Just oh, like yeah. a, to- a toy pig. So it's I'm not going to paint it even. It's like beautifully painted. It looks like, I think the pro- <laughs> it's actually a piglet. So it looks like Babe from that uh, movie, from the movie Babe. Uh, but I just think it, it looks so beautiful. And I can see the orcs like, Oi, that is one beautiful pig. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. I have some other ideas for conversions of other units and stuff, like uh, trebuchets and, uh, and maybe night goblins as peasants could be cool also. Um, yeah. But I'm also, I was really close to just getting out of hand and like buying shitloads of orcs. And I should, this was supposed to just be paint a few orcs for fun. It's already getting out of hand. So I took, oof, had to pull the brakes a bit. We'll, we'll see. Uh, so that's, uh, yeah, one of my crazy projects for this year. Um, but I also have tons of other things for my Nurgle and Dogs of War armies to f- finish painting. So I will go back and forth between these armies. But I think that will make, that, that won't make it boring. Just painting one army is a bit boring. You can, Switch it up a bit will be more fun because, uh, yeah, different color schemes and such. Yeah. Definitely. But it, with the orcs, it's almost too much. It's like I could do anything and it just, I don't, then I don't know what to do really. I get sort of stuck. It's easier when you're like, okay, they're all going to be yellow and yellow and red, checkered. Uh, let's do that or something. But, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's fun. It's fun. There's plenty of um, uh, people on Instagram. Uh, painting Bretonia, so you could always just uh, yeah get some cool uh, uh, like cool heraldry from those guys. Yeah, it's hard. I, I've been also like uh, considering should I should it just be that they've stolen the barding from the Bretonians? So it like so it is you know the typical fleur fleur de lis or um, or made their own. I'm thinking more that they tried to copy it. So it's I yeah. started with some some orc. Runes and, and shit. Um, Maybe but, pigs. Uh, 
my my yeah house. exactly that's a fun pig yeah yeah uh so uh let's see oh shit we need to uh we need to try to in- invite uh, leon also <laughs> he he doesn't have the link sorry surprise uh, leon we'll see if i can uh invite him here uh in view there okay sorry okay so i, I might as well uh, say my one of my projects is here yes it's no surprise it's dark elves been uh, working on them for a while now. Uh, painted some up uh, the other week. Some Dark Riders because we're gonna play next weekend. Uh, so oh, is to... it your slow slow grow campaign? Yeah. Yes, nice. it is. So now we're gonna play a thousand points. And uh, yeah, Manfred is coming up. But I need to paint some more shit for that. But I've been sidetracked by other projects. I will tell you about soon. Yeah, uh, but do you have uh, everything you need to? Uh... Yeah, model-wise, I have everything. Need to uh, to paint it up. And so, sorry, how many points would that be now? Because last time was it five hundred points you played first time? Yeah, and now it's and now it's a thousand. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, now I saw that you had some riders you were working on. Yeah, some dark riders. Yeah. So now yep. I have like a unit of seven plus a hero, so it's a unit of eight with him. Oh, nice. What what are they equipped with? Uh, they got spears and light armor, and that's it. Can you, you give, give them, them uh, repeaters or like? Yeah. Oh, oh you could. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I'm gonna be using it as like a, a close combat unit. I don't want okay. to spend a lot of points and crossbows. They're like. I don't know how this one's there, like seven points each or something. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's quite a lot. Um, um, I mean, yeah, so... I, oh, oh, it's weird because uh, I'm fast cab and stuff also. Oh, wait, is Leon here now? Hello? Can you hear us? I can hear you. Oh, we can hear oh. you. Welcome. It's like magic. Yeah, nice. Uh, welcome. We're just... We're talking about new fun projects for 2022. That sounds amazing. This is the year. So Great I've talked about, uh, yeah, I've talked about my Bretonian orcs, and mm-hmm. Nicholas told uh, told us just about his uh, dark elves. They're doing a slow slow grow campaign. So and oh. Manfred is coming up. Is he bringing his Gaven then, or what's his plan for this? Um, I'm not sure. He's got because so he was many playing. That, uh... Be- was it Beastman he started with or something? He, had, uh, he uses uh, Chaos Dwarves, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe he did that. Yeah. We'll see what he brings then. He, uh, shenanigans going on. Is uh, it a six dead grow out? Yep. Hmm? So we're going to play a thousand points. He had a Pestilence uh, Skaven army going, right? With yeah. uh, Lord Skralk and other cool characters. Exactly. Just tons of plague monks and stuff. And that was a army list from 6th edition, right? With the plague. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah in the, the Lustre book. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, it just depends. I, I don't know. Okay. What? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was just saying, I love that book. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that, that book is really cool because it's, uh, it's like 
two things in it. It's like the the discovery of the new new world in the like the present time, and also the the war of Skaven versus Lizardmen, and like the olden days. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's nice. Um, but we'll we'll see maybe how if Manfred has painted a thousand points. I don't dare to say that, but uh, he probably uh, painted a thousand points of a new army by then. Never oh yeah, know. Exactly. yeah. Can't can it? Can't know for sure. Uh, so Leon, do you have a, a a new hobby project? We're we're taking it in turns because Nicholas has mm-hmm. a ton, uh, tons of different ones. So we're just taking like a piece at the time. Yeah. Do, do you have a piece that you want to talk about for for this year? I have uh, I have several pieces. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you were talking about something about like the cult of paint had a, a thing about org- how to organize your projects or something. Yeah, well, maybe that's, that's a good place to start. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. Yeah, I I was just inspired to to organize my projects or like thinking a bit of what makes me tick. Like when it yeah. comes to painting and gaming and modeling and like why why I do it and why um, the deep questions. No, but like of course you know that it's like hobbying is fun, so you do it because it's fun. But there's there's a bunch of different things that sort of makes you uh, progress with your project, right? Yeah, there can be all kinds of like reasons why you do that, and uh, I think it all. For me, a lot of them, like all the stars have to align, essentially, for me to be very committed to a project and really go with it. So it's got to be interesting fluff-wise. There's got to be enough sort of lure to keep me reading up on the project while I'm painting it. And at the same time, I got to get some games in with it, and it's going to be fun when I'm playing with them, just to get that energy going, because it's such a a fucking chore to like paint up a full say 2000 point warhammer army regardless of game system yeah it, it takes a lot of time and you gotta like keep at it uh for a long time regardless of, of what level you paint at and you're right if you if you feel like well i i don't really like the the game when then why would you why would you finish the army if you're like oh, i'm not gonna enjoy playing with this army exactly exactly takes, like, that takes away a lot yeah. yeah, so I, I loved like getting into Necromunda and I had s- so high ambitions for that. But then we played like, what was it, four or five games and I got completely hammered every time. Yeah. And then <laughs> I lost my mojo. Yeah, <laughs> same here. Yeah. <laughs> but with that, yeah, that was a shame because I'm, I'm sure in, uh, in a protected group, no, but I mean, with just people uh, having a, the exact same idea of how the game would be or something. Yeah, uh, you you just have to find a community who thinks In the same. In a safe place, I could. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we we might get a new chance because my actually one of the upcoming hobby projects I have is a massive freaking Zone Mortalis board. <laughs> Woo! Oh. So that's happening. I uh, I was really keen on hitting the button in. Um, in uh, during Christmas, when uh, when I felt like I wanted to treat myself, but I I refrained. And then uh, <laughs> on Friday there was this massive um, deal just coming up where um, huh? an acquaintance sold like I think it was a, a, I'm not kidding like a thousand euro worth of so mortality stuff. It was just an insane amount. 
Who sold that? Um, did you say someone on like someone just uh, in a yeah, group? Yeah, on on one of the Facebook. Uh, oh like, shit! Uh, selling the, pages. Yeah. The first world summer towels or the new one? No, the plastic one. And I was like, I when I wanted to buy it back a couple of months ago, like uh, brand new. I was really hesitant because it takes so much time putting it together. Yeah. That's the, that's the main culprit with the, the uh, G-Dubs plastic version. Yeah. But this is built. Like every oh, single yeah. column is built. Every wall is built. Oh. And it's just like putting it together in you know the form that you want. So it's yeah. essentially like building Lego. Oh, nice. I'm, yeah, I'm fucking stoked about that. That's going to be so nice and not put in those 30 plus hours just clipping plastic off of it <laughs> and just gluing it. But how so, much do you yeah. want how much do you want to put it together and how much do you want it to be modular sort of? Is it uh I'm really keen on like recreating the old Forge World setup yeah. Yeah. with uh, most of it, so I, I'm actually gonna glue down um, most of it on on the uh, floor tiles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I'm gonna keep a couple of stuff that's already built into higher structures that might be modular and might work well for, say, Necromunda. Um, ah, smart. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be a bit of a mix. Like I'm thinking a classic heresy setup, and then with some add-ons to it. I don't think I remember really how the Games Workshop one looks. So, so they, it comes with some sort of floor tiles. Are they, do they match? Are they like, you know, one by ones or whatever the Forge World ones were? Or how big are those floor tiles? They're the same size as the Forge World ones. You, yeah. you uh, add four of them together for one. No, wait, they come in. Each, each is a foot, right? Yeah. They, yeah. Um, that's two by two, right? I have no yeah, idea. Exactly. The the package that they come in is like four pieces. So yeah, that's a two by two. Uh, okay. um, and then you need four to build a four by four. Oh, and that would be a normal sized. Yeah, that would be a normal size sedan table. Yeah, and then you the, would have uh... 16 pieces basically that you could move around. Exactly. But the, the Forgeable ones are very, uh, they're very dense, or how do you mm -hmm. say it? Like, there's a lot of structure on those floor tiles. Yeah, that's true. The corridors become very, very crammed. Yeah. And um, yeah, most of the CM games I've played, like, I, I, yeah, I've played a bunch. So I, I think I have an experience of, of playing both with like really, really dense and really uh, tight corridors and a bit with more open space. And I actually like the more open space a bit more. Yep. Um, so I I think it's a, a little bit more fun when you don't, you know, you can't block, say, a passage by just putting a dread dot there, for example. Yeah. Um, so I want to make it a little bit more spacious, but I think I'm going to create that just by using naked floor tiles uh, in between stuff. Yeah. I think... Uh... I feel the same because when I've played Sonomotolos, it also you have all these tiles and you feel like, oh yeah, you can just shuffle them around and have endless combinations and stuff. But you almost always end up with like a few corridors that you can play with. Mm -hmm. And then you just focus on those and you can as you said, you're like, Well, this whole part of the table is useless now because yeah. this this doesn't lead anywhere. Or you know 
<laughs> yeah, or it's just too tight for your big squads to go down. Or yeah. like, there's often like the game usually ends up at like two separate choke points, and that's where all the action goes down. Yeah. And then so much of the board is never used, and that's kind of a shame. Yeah, um, I think so as well. So by making it a little more spacious, I think uh, you can remedy a bit of that. But mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say that like the tiles are slightly uh, taller as well. Like, you can't really use them together. No, because, uh, exactly. You gotta go either plastic or resin. That's okay. Or you have to like race all the plastic ones or something. <laughs> but they that's... are the same uh, sort of footprint. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. And I mean, they design wise, they're very similar as well, right? Mm, yeah, they're almost identical. I think so. Yeah, they just rendered uh -huh. them into yeah plastic essentially by a three D. Yeah. Copy. So, copy. so uh, do you have any ideas for paint schemes and stuff? Would you yeah. airbrush yeah. most of it, or? Yeah, I'm just gonna airbrush the shit out of it. <laughs> I think that's the the best way. I've been thinking of getting uh, these stencils that have been produced by the 30k channel. So they oh. have. Stencils that you can put down, and then you can mask off sections of the floor easier, yeah. and speed up painting, especially airbrushing that way. Mm. Um, so I'm thinking of getting a couple of those um, to, yeah, to get some variety in, and then yeah, just the classics of a bit of chevrons. Um, yeah. There. <laughs> That's yeah. always. And I am I'm thinking of doing it quite light in color, the whole thing, because mm -hmm. I want it to go nicely with most of my heresy bases and they're all sort of yeah, light in Oh yeah, a light way. sand sort of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh of a few different hues depending on the army. So mm -hmm. something Oh like but that's that. smart. I mean, even if they're not based on indoor bases, you could still from a distance, have it more seamless. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, That's they're not on the Martian basis. At least it's not like no. threading. Uh, or green basis. Oh yeah, goblin green. For yeah, <laughs> should just put uh, put static grass into into the whole. This is actually <laughs> a, a hab zone actually, where we yeah. grow. We terraform planets with this thing. <laughs> and, uh, it's like the Emerald World from Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> no, this is all this is all corpse starch We're from from Stone Mortalis. We're growing corpse starch in here. It's a, it's just a farm. <laughs> but I mean, have you considered that making you know if you have these sixteen tiles, taking four of them or something and making them like objectives or something? You're like, this is the the sick bay or something, or this is Hangar Five where we have a little ship or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, there's endless possibilities, and especially when it comes from a modeling perspective, I think mm. there's so many cool ideas mm. of trying to recreate this idea of a starship and actually having, like, yeah, right. focusing on this is a, a boarding action kind of, of game. Yeah. And um, there's, oh, there's so nice 3D printed terrain uh, in the works now by the guy who does the Morgan tank. Okay, yeah. Yeah, have you are you familiar with with that project? I am, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like he's he's doing a bunch of Zone Mortalis stuff as well that's out on Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Uh so you you buy the STL files and then just print your own like smashed columns 
um, and uh, piping that goes like on the wall and there's all kinds of like really really cool stuff and also quite esoteric things like small shrines and you know oh, yeah. potential objectives that you can stick around but one thing that really caught my eye is like a bunch of windows that really gives you that gothic sort of starship window yeah feel. and then so this got me thinking like the the most fucking awesome throwdown is of course when the emperor boards the vengeful spirit right yeah yeah we're coming up on like siege of terra um, oh yeah right with with the new releases coming up we've seen Tafni run for example and some other characters and it, it's bound to happen you know the the progress of of the game is going to go in that direction yeah so like just building that fucking you know the bridge of the vengeful mm. spirit with oh, that yeah. eye, you know and the windows out to space <laughs> like wouldn't that be the most epic fucking fight scene of all times definitely That's would. Sort of my long-term vision of this that maybe yeah. in the future i could design like a, a part of it that would function as a star the starship bridge essentially yeah. But then you would have to make it really crazy, be cool. right? Because the vengeful spirit is pretty fucked up by that, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody says. But you know, they are uh, the the victory, the victorious right history. We oh, have yeah, no that's idea true. how corrupted the the traitor societies no. were. No, I'm sure. So. I'm sure not all of it was. At least there, there were no. probably parts. Yeah, you can have <laughs> some cool, uh, cool demon faces leering out <laughs> from some walls and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean that takes away the like oh, but now I'm using it for Necromunda, but oh, uh, whoops, now it's all yeah, demonic. If you're just building on top of it, then I mean you can just leave out that section for a different games. So. Yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, but that's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. That sounds very, very nice. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, uh, me too. I'll <laughs> I'll bring it over this summer uh, to Erland, and we can have oh. a, a a weekend of Somertali's games and yeah, yeah, and drinking beer. And, Maybe my ultra ultra means can actually work. Like all breachers might actually work if we're playing some more targets. Yeah. Um, you should yeah. uh, connect it to your or some more modern. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll finish mine this summer then. <laughs> <laughs> Are your tiles the same footprint as the? Yeah, Norman? I was gonna make. Yeah, I think they they're all they're supposed to be the same. Measurements oh, yeah. because I mm-hmm. I was gonna make sixteen uh, individual rooms I think uh, and we did align it once at yeah. BSK with uh, oh, yeah. uh, Niklas uh, the other Niklas <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, his uh, Sol Mortalis and cool. uh, we ju- then we just switched out a few of the rooms and that was really cool I think that worked well I mean, yeah. even though I you know could have been made more seamless because mine was still just very crudely made of wood and stuff, but uh, the idea definitely worked, I think. You're, um, you're underselling it. Your tiles are awesome. Oops. And, uh, I mean, you can definitely build the, the table so that it's not, like, in a just a square. You can just, like, you can build... True, like, true. Uh, that like, makes uh, it more... Yeah. Tunnels that connect different parts of the tables and stuff. Yeah. Yeah? That's smart. Um, we need to think more outside mm-hmm. the box, so to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my turn uh, yeah. new project uh, <laughs> although my big one was the, the orcs at the moment but uh, I'm, I'm currently painting a manticore 
Manticore uh-huh. from Mirrors Miniatures. Oh, wow. Mm. I'm not sponsored, but it's still a cool model. <laughs> quite massive, right? Yeah. Uh, I bu- Let's see. Well, I, I got a measure here. It's, it's uh, about 10 centimeters long. And I've heard that before. <laughs> I'm not going inches. It's also about 10 centimeters high, actually. But what mm. about the girth? That's the most important. It's just a, it's just a square, square man. 50, 53 wide. It's got quite big wings, and I love the scorpion tail and everything. So I just started painting that. It's even got the little dick and balls sculpted. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank you, Mirrors. Because <laughs> such a, like, oh, yeah. Well, did, didn't really need them. And now I'm just, you know, when I was. Now painting, you love them. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I just keep looking at the balls and, like, oh, uh, why are there. When I was painting them, you know, I, I got this weird tick, tingling <laughs> sensation down below when I was, I was like, ooh. <laughs> it's a cursed model. No, but um, this is really fun um, to just paint something different. Uh, and I don't have any real plan for this. I guess a Chaos Army could take a Manticore, but I'm thinking this, like the Basilisk I did before, is just like, ah, fun to have some wild monsters in the Warhammer world. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, worked well with the, the Storm of Magic book that I got my hands on. So yeah. uh, in there you can get manticores and basilisks and all kinds of crazy animals. Mm-hmm. Just throw them on the board. Um, but it would also be fun to play play some sort of uh, monster uh, smash mission. Monster or hunt. Monster hunt, yes. And that is a mission. In But where where is that mission? Uh, I think it is an official mission. Yeah, somewhere. isn't it in... Uh... In the Storm of Magic, or maybe is it is. It in, um, I haven't checked. Is it in the that. Fourth World book, uh, the Bestiary? Mm-hmm. Oh, in the Monsters Arcanum. Yeah, Monsters Arcanum. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll check. I have I have both those books now, so I can oh. check. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's fun. Fun to paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. The Nicholas. What more do you have? <coughs> well. Um... What I'm doing right now is actually a, an old project that I started again because of a new project. <laughs> so I was painting my Dark Elves, and then I wasn't really feeling it. And I was not really excited to do any hobby. And then you you, uh, you told me, like, oh, yeah, we should do a, a podcast about, uh, uh, like, motivation, productivity, and the hobby. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm not doing anything at the moment. <laughs> and then uh, I went to the, the hobby store. And the town next over, Game Maniacs, great store. Uh, and I was uh, gonna buy some uh, black spray paint, and I was going over front. And then they didn't have any black spray paint. Oh. And I was like, I drove all the way over here. Can't is it still like? Is it still rare the the black spray paint? Are they still yeah. behind? Yeah, still having list? issues with it. It's crazy. The hell? Um, insane. So, we'll never take it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all those years. I took it for granted. <laughs> we should have hoarded. Yep. So uh, I did see uh, a box of Tau Pathfinders. So uh, I've kind of had a thing for Tau for a long time since reading many years ago the uh, the first Imperial Armor campaign book, Imperial Armor three, the Taros book. Yeah, that's cool. And I really like that book because it's like so different from 
all the 40k stuff where they talk about battles, which is like endless, zealous dudes just dying in the in yep. their millions. And yep. it, like the Taurus book is just like so it describes it in such a like practical manner. It's like just like a normal war where both sides have their sane objectives. It's not just about killing the enemies. Like the Tau are encroaching on the imperial territory and convincing the imperial governors there that they'll make more money trading with the Tau. And then oh. the Imperium is like, well, we can't have that. And then they send some raptors first, the Space Marine chapter. Yeah. Uh, are those the uh, green, green ones, right? Or are they like a Raven Guard uh, descendant? Yeah, I don't know where, where they're descending from. They might be Imperial Fist descendants. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they, they come there first, and then they... I don't know if they kill the governor. They do something, but they don't succeed, really. So they have to, <laughs> have to call for reinforcements. And then they send their, like, the, the Imperial Guard, some Talarn, Elysian drop troops, oh, yeah. and uh, some Cadians and shit. And that's where the, the drop troops got their models from, from that. Yeah, time. that's the oh, first, yeah. first time they were in them. They were in, like, all of them later. They were in the, the one after that with, against the Tyranids yeah. and uh, against the Orcs and... Uh, Probably something more. Uh, the but, one against the Eldar, too. The Doom of Mimera. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, they're uh, awesome models, so... Yeah, yeah. And now they are dead. Dead oh, forever. Shit. Um, but, yeah, in the campaign, like, they're just, like, fighting the tower. And the tower is, like, super clever. They have scouts out, and then the Imperial forces advance. And then the tower, like, launch some secret missiles from nowhere. And then I'll just kill some tanks and then fuck off. And it, the, like, they just do this over and over again uh, to wear the Imperial forces down. And then they're like denying the Imperial forces water. So like, they're just like thirsting to death in the desert. And then they have to make this massive air raid with the drop troops against like a water treatment facility. Oh. And uh, it's really cool. cool. Written in a really cool way. Yeah. And then they end up failing. Right. Then the Imperials and losing to the Tau, and then the Tyranids are attacking. It's like the best authors when it comes to wargaming because they do this so like realistic. It's it's crazy. Like yeah. you would never have a forty k supplement stating like this raid on a water treatment facility. <laughs> you know your army survive. Like that doesn't happen. But no, it's yeah. this epic shrine to blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like, oh, and then the the captain of the drop troops died. He got killed by like a stray bullet from tower crude or something. And then the second in command took over, and then he died because he got blown to bits. And this is like total chaos, no heroes, just like whole oh. facts. Yeah, and then the Imperial eventually have to withdraw because like they can't really advance against the tower because they have no supplies. And then the Tyranids are attacking. And they're like, well. Also, oh, the Tyranids show up. Yeah. Awesome. Somewhere far off, and they just have to withdraw to get their forces back. And then that's basically it. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I've always liked the the way that the Tau represent like a, a sane opponent in 40k. And it's yeah. just like a regular military faction, or like they have regular battles. There's not like the. A fucking skull crusher came through the wall and killed a thousand <laughs> people with this massive flamethrower. 
So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I bought a box of Tile Pathfinders, painted them up. I don't know if I'll do some for Kill Team. Maybe I'll do small 40k fours. Yeah. Uh, but this led me to my old project, my Vostroyans, because uh, ah. I was like getting a bit excited about Tau and I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'll try some 40k. And I was like, well, I already tried some 40k with my Vostroyans, but I never really completed them. So I thought to myself, I better fucking get those guys finished instead of just laying in their box because they're really cool models and I do like them. So uh, here I am building some more. Uh, uh, Death Riders or Outriders or Rough Riders, as they're called. Yeah. Cool. With Vostroyan heads. Yeah. That's got to look sick, man. Yeah. I mean, they. Uh, sick. Like, yeah. They look pretty good. Not to brag, but uh, fucking hell, they are. I've cool. seen your. Like, I've seen your first seven or whatever it was. So they they were awesome. So yeah, it's just fucking space Cossacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. Very good. So. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, used, uh, I I also finished painting a bunch of them that I had laying around like uh, twenty six or something infantry. Mm-hmm. So I have three squads of infantry, a command squad, and two units of heavy weapon squads. The last cannons and mortars. Uh, so now I have like seven hundred and fifty points in forty k painted. It's like a lot of dudes, but it amounts to fuck all with the imperial guard. Um, the, the the chimera thing that was was that already yeah you had painted that already or yeah hmm. the yeah the needed a chimera mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. also I needed if I play uh, so like forty k is current and I'm probably gonna play current edition with people because that's what people play but like my real love with forty k is fourth edition so that's mm-hmm. when the guard had like the best book where you could just customize your regiment and have a bunch of cool shit like a like a cigar for your company commander like a, a just a coolly smoked cigar that gave like a reroll to your, your guys leadership it's just the the best um so i actually bought like the the hardback fourth edition rulebook because i only had the the softback that's the first softback they they came out with like in the starter box but I bought the hardback and I bought some more codexes just to flip through. Maybe I'll lure someone in if I ever feel like playing. Fourth so edition. you got the orc, the orc, yeah, one, right? Yeah, orc, and I also got the tower book. And yeah, I yeah, the imperial guard one since before. Yeah, aren't the tower uh, like the only, you know, good faction? Because most factions are just assholes, right? But they still have some sort of pretty good morals, right? Being forty k. Ah, nah. Comparatively, <laughs> yeah. Or I are mean, they all sinister and like taking over? I mean, it's their greater good, I guess. It's their you're you're part of their plan or not? Or you're not? But... Yeah, is, I I really like uh, like compared to them, the Imperial Guard are the enemy, and like yeah. the Imperium in general, like they they are pretty fucked. Like the the things that they bring to the battlefield. Just look at these horses. Like they <laughs> they look evil. Yeah. <laughs> so all of yep. their shit looks evil, and they have like psychers and uh, like preachers screaming yeah. about the the fucking corpse emperor. Yeah, they're. I mean, yeah. Compared to other factions, the tower are good. Yeah, but they are still like space fascists. They're okay. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, they're better than the Imperium. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but tell us about the color scheme you went for. 
painting the pathfinders. Yeah, so I I wanted to have some kind of camo for them. Mm-hmm. But painting like camo on these small guys a bit of a pain. Mm-hmm. So, so I tried just like brushing it on like painting patterns, but that was a real pain in the dick. Yeah. So then I tried just like doing a um stipple camo. Uh-huh. So I used to do like a <clears throat> white stippling on dark green. So it's supposed oh. to be snow themed. Oh, and the, is that to match your Vostroyans? Yes. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I thought, I just thought if you were going to do them um, a desert, like the, the book we talked about, but not. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> not related to that campaign. No. It's no. going to sound no. super silly, but we are also all adults basically mm-hmm. playing with toys. But in my head, they are like. Uh, on the same theater war, yeah, fighting each other, yeah, on the same planet. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to have them like matching each other. Um, supposed to be like this woody swamp uh, planet with the like the the snow. There's snow, but like the snow is melting there, so it's like slushy, slushy, dirty. Tr- yeah, it's World War Two. <clears throat> it's Sweden. <laughs> Most of yeah. winter. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that's what I've been doing. And I've also been watching like loads of documentaries about the um like the Russian Civil War after World War One and like oh. this sign uh, the Soviet war against Poland and in the Ukraine because Sorry, that, because it's happening again. Or... <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> no, but that that war was like all cavalry just riding back and forth over oh. like Ukraine yeah, and yeah. Poland and Russia. It's like it's, it's insanity. It's just cavalry and armored trains, and everyone's fighting everyone, and it's misery. It's yeah. perfect. It's like a, the perfect thematic uh, inspiration <laughs> for for these guys. Yeah. <laughs> The fucking Don Cossacks betraying the anarchists as they are fighting the communists. Like, mm. so it's great. I recommend it to everyone. It's a yeah. very interesting. Uh, where, where can period. I find? Where can I find the documentary? It's that on on YouTube. Okay. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Excitedly building horses now. Mm. Yeah, nice to hear about 40k. Also, we haven't talked about 40k on on this podcast. Yeah, really, it's a, it's uh, a bad word in the 30k scene. It has yeah. been, but but it's sad because I mean we, we of course have a lot of love for 40k and the armies, and as you said, the, those imperial army books are so good. Yeah, they're they're the same quality as the. That's what made us love Horus Heresy, right? The quality yeah. of those stories and the books. Uh, yes, yeah. with any uh, game system, it all comes down to like the group you play with. If if I mean, 40k is very competitive at least my experience of it and mm. if you if you're not into that then uh, you know there's other ways to play it you just have yeah. to find your own uh, sort of take on it yeah yeah definitely yeah. I, I mean i got a bit excited when you started talking about it now so there, mm-hmm. yeah there is mm-hmm. uh, still there's still hope there uh, <laughs> but it's interesting yeah, uh, comes yeah. back to the thing about the in- how to how you find inspiration and stuff for the projects and uh because I, yeah, I talked before that I was making some Bretonian orcs, and that the idea was, you know, really 
oh, I just wanted to paint something different. It's going to be mostly about the painting and I can do whatever I want. I don't need to follow any strict color schemes and I shouldn't mm. be focusing on getting a whole army. This could just be something. But then I feel, I feel now talking about it with you guys, if I don't have an, like a thought of ever playing with these guys, then I sort of lose also motivation. Like, well, then why should I paint them? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe to show them sometime at some painting contest. Uh, I think I would, I think I need to have that drive of like, yeah, they're going to look so cool on the tabletop sort of thing. Um, I'd have to reconsider. You got to approach it from a holistic perspective, right? Yeah, that's the tough part because some mm -hmm. projects you feel like, oh, I just really want to get this model and paint it. But, you know, you, maybe it gets lost in, I don't have a cool story to follow or it's hard to maintain motivation for sure yeah yeah um i think these guys uh, i don't know like if i'll ever play them they they are actually really fun to to paint yeah it's oh, that's nice good itself, but uh yeah you definitely have to think like how would i actually use these though <laughs> yeah don't uh, you think uh like or all three of us really falls into that uh, trap of like always thinking of an army when we think of a painting project. Yeah. You never really think of doing like a single model from a cool army that you like because you, you know, you want to paint. You could, yeah. you could paint one Pathfinder, like be satisfied with that in a cool little diorama piece together with some Vostorians or whatever. Mm. And then you'd be like, yeah, you'd, you'd, uh, you'd have a project finished in essence, mm. but uh, yeah, we all get go down to that sort of now. I got to do an army, even if it's yeah. a super small one. <laughs> yeah, still has to be playable. Yeah, so it's useful in some way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, just trying to get get out of that trap is might yeah sort of be a, be a nice release from uh, the it regular. It would be, and I mean, I, I know that there are some people who just, they get models and they paint them because they're into the painting, but exactly. if I have to be honest with myself, I think, I mean, I'm, I I don't think I would be happy. I, I could say that, oh, I'll just paint this thing and then be finished, but I don't, because the things that bring me joy is probably to see the army grow and have a, you know, play games and have a story that unfolds as I play games. So I'm not sure if I would ever be happy with a finished project. If it was just the painting, yeah, uh, it's you know, it's about changing how you would think of a project in that sense. Mm -hmm. But isn't you... that part of who you are? <laughs> <laughs> You've never tried the other approach, though. No, that's true. I was gonna do that now with the orcs, and it's not going yeah. that well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Mm. But uh, hey, let's get back to the 40k uh, discussion. Uh, so, Morten, if you if you uh, wanted to do a 40k force of any kind, either for kill team or whatever, what what would you go with? Uh, I've I've been thinking about Tyranids because they were my first love and they were my first army, and it would be kind of fun to come back and do them now when I learned how to paint. Basically, I mean, it, there's such a difference from how I painted back then. I was, mm -hmm. you know, my painted that army uh i i didn't even try uh, any washing or shading oh. i rem remember told me like oh, you should you should definitely wash them and that will do and i was like no i don't want to risk destroying the models 
<laughs> they, they, they didn't look that good. Uh, and I'm sure they would look better with washing. But back then, I, I, I didn't even dare to try it, which is, mm. sounds insane now, looking back at it. But it's just, that was just how it was. Starting yeah. Up. So, yeah, I guess turn it. Center time. What about you, Leo? I gotta say, this uh, Eldar release is freaking. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, it's uh, it's tingling in my Eldar <laughs> spider senses. Yeah, in my <laughs> in my warp spider senses. <laughs> um, I've, yeah, I've had so many different Eldar armies over the years. Um, I had yeah, how many? Like four, four plus one Harlequin army. Back in the day, and a Dark oh. Elder army, really like, yeah, when they first were dropped, yeah, um, and I, yeah, I have a massive love for them, and just anything that just Goodwin designs is just magic to me. So yeah. I think the new stuff looks really good. The Avatar, especially, I'm not that keen mm. for the like the Dark Reapers and um, the Shining Spears, but the mm. Avatar looks good. The Guardians look gorgeous, and mm. Now, when they're gonna get corsairs, that's like, yeah, oh. I I think I have to get those corsairs from Kill Team, uh, regardless. Did they show them as well? I didn't see that. Yeah, no, they showed them. Uh, like they showed one character from that uh, Ooh, set. Okay. Oh. But I mean, the concept, the corsair concept, is just so cool. And like, if they're redoing, is it third edition? Um, like the third edition 40k book, the one after Rogue Trader, essentially, when everyone had Goblin Green bases and working second, mm-hmm. second edition, second edition, second ed. Um, yeah, so if they're gonna redo essentially the LR codex from that <clears> time <throat> with like Corsairs and then maybe you know some um Exodites as well, that yeah. would be uh. That would be gold. So yeah, we've been waiting for the the exodites for so long, but they never <laughs> seem to drop. But maybe this time. <laughs> maybe this time. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you have to would... help me remember which guys are the corsairs. I have to check. They're like pirates. They're just craft world LR pirates that uh, they leave the path system behind, and essentially, when you become like pathless, if you're from a uh, Forge World, you can, or sorry, Craft World, you can uh, either uh, become a ranger and uh, go, yeah, go travel the galaxy, or you become a corsair, which is essentially as an outcast pirate that goes around looting. So they're ah, kind of like the rogue trader versions of Eldar. Yeah, they're, they're the guys with the little sticks on the back, the little <laughs> jumpy things jumpy wings are they wings there's like two things on the back right yeah when fourth world uh, did them they they had these uh yeah veins <laughs> sort of for for uh, flying and stuff like jetpack yeah. equi- equivalents essentially yeah but they were oh but there were models for these in they, yeah they were uh over a couple of years fourth world had uh like a few squads that you could do like essentially a heavy weapon squad, a regular garden squad, and uh, then there were rules for like characters and like one specific vehicle type. Uh-huh. Um, but were there never models for like general 40k or Games Workshop, or have they always been a? No, no, they've uh, they've always been uh, converted, but th- there have right. been rules for them in Second Ed. Okay, huh. uh, in the Codex. 
there were yeah. there were rules for them. Isn't that Prince guy Iliadan or Iriel? Mm. Isn't isn't yeah. he like a he's a corsair king yeah, or something? Yeah, he's a corsair prince. Well, I guess yeah, prince. I guess I've seen his name. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, no, oh, that's cool. I am nice. a fanboy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Like the greatest nemesis of the the Elysians as well, right? The Corsairs fighting oh, yeah. pirates and like uh, uh, asteroid fields and shit. Because mm-hmm. they're just better at the same tactic, or um, yeah, I mean they used to hop around with their jump packs, I guess, in space. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, would be a really cool like concept. Like imagine having a, a board, like just. Asteroids you're jumping oh, yeah. between. Skyboard. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> fighting fighting in space, like on the outside of the spaceship. That's yeah, there's but... so many instances of that in, in the fluff, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in the Heresy uh Black yeah. Library series. But you never Definitely. I've never seen a game based on that, never a board either. That would be pretty cool. No, yeah. I think maybe some Soul Mortalis games that are supposed to be on the outside of a space station. But I don't know. It, yeah. Could could be made, uh, yeah. But um, do you have another project for us, Leon? Um, I'm continuing on my Dark Angels. Um, yeah. Right now, I'm painting up um, a unit of hussars. So uh, these uh, the bikes, the troop uh, choice, biker troop choice. Mm-hmm. Um, they're almost finished. I just need to do a little bit on the leather and some lenses and then the the bases. Do they have and a specific then... bike model? No, they don't. I mean, they use the regular Outrider bikes. Oh, yeah. They have different guns, right? What? They have different guns, right? Um, They have only bolter options. So, oh, oh yeah, no, they have these snub rotor cannons as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but those don't have any uh, any models for them. You can convert them, of course, if you buy like a shit ton of of rotor cannons, um, <laughs> I guess. But they're, I mean, what I've read, I've never tried them on on the tabletop. Um, but what I've read is that some people prefer the snub rotors, and some just think that they work better as a very cheap sort of objective grabber. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I dashed out a, a squad of five and then apothecary. Mm. Did so you use any 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 like uh, raven wing models or something from forty k or to convert them with or? No, I didn't. I really like the thirty k um, version of Dark Angels better. Sort mm. of the standard. I don't know. I, I, I see them sort of as the standard Space Marine in 30k. You know, they were the first. Yeah, that's true. And they every other be. legion is essentially based on them. So I don't want to go too extreme with like this knightly theme. I oh, have it on a few character models, but only 30k bits, like not a single 40k bit, actually. There's some f- a few Calibanites who have joined the ranks. but Yeah, exactly. And they're going to die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So I put them out as cannon fodder, all the Calvinites. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, and I, I have this sort of pledge for myself that I'm going to try and uh, paint the Super Heavy um, this this summer or spring. I, for some a, weird a, reason... A Super Heavy or the Super Heavy? No, A Super Heavy. <laughs> okay. 
Um, just because I'm not, I haven't decided yet with the Thunderhawk which Legion I'm going to dedicate it to. I'm still sort of, yeah, we'll see if, you know, if there's a Khan on jet bike model coming out in the future, then I really want to start a, a White Scars Force. And That's true, I yeah. think it would look dope uh, next to a bunch of jet bikes. Um, so I'm I'm gonna focus on uh, my uh, glaive, my fell glaive, mm. and I'm gonna do that for my dark angels. So yeah, you have a very easy glaive talk. as well. My God, I do. Yeah, and it's fully built and primed and everything. I just haven't uh, oh, really nice. put much paint on it. So. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm. So <laughs> progress there. Mm -hmm. I also bought a ton of uh, terrain for uh, Adeptus Titanicus. Oh yeah, that's so, cool. I mean, you've come a yeah. long way with those projects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have like two small uh, maniples now for one Solaria and one uh, Tiger Eyes maniple. Mm -hmm. A couple of knights and stuff. So definitely possible to play games. Yeah, uh, but I, I want like a board for that, and I have a mm -hmm. nice mat. Uh, so I was just thinking of like, um, yeah, I have a bunch of terrain built as well. Um, but I want to complement it with a bit of stuff and then just airbrush all that shit so it can get us quickly on the table. So that's yeah. also something I want to do this year. Mm. And maybe try be... the game for the freaking first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a long build-up. <laughs> yeah, I have seriously, I have six Titans painted and I haven't played the game yet. It's, <laughs> it's insane. I haven't even played it against myself. Like, you know, put it up and yeah. tested it. I um I also have some Titanicus actually in the works. Oh really? So that's the, my my last uh, new project. So I, I have uh, heard about this. Pray tell. I have um, two warhounds, a reaver, and a warlord that I need to assemble and oh. paint. Did you buy a box or something or? So the warhound and the reaver I actually got for free because uh, I went to the store and the boxes were smashed. They were like, we can't sell these, so take these. So, oh, perfect. And they were completely fine inside. And then I traded some old Flames of War stuff for a Warlord with a guy that had bought like the Grandmaster box. And he had assembled one of them. And he said, well, I don't really need two. So, you know that. So, yeah. I must have told you about this. It's been a while, though. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing murder lords. Murder lords. Yeah. Who who the hell are they? They are the well, they are traitors. Oh, <laughs> I don't really? know their their real name, but they are like the the poster traitor legion in 40k, like the red and bronze ones. Okay. Uh, but in heresy, they are black with red edges and white. Oh yeah. Uh, details. What what book are they in? I'm not sure. R Risa, maybe. Uh, I'll bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own any of the books, but uh, yeah. Do you have any any people that you uh, think you can play it with? Yeah. Any uh, out of it? Uh, yeah. In town uh, has some Titanicus. Uh huh. <clears throat> so yeah. Have you seen some games uh, at your club also? I mean, are there other people no, there playing there? No others. Just us. Yeah? Okay. 
but you're usually a tre- trend starter, so whatever. <laughs> Fashionable yeah? uh, war gamer. I think so. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got a bunch of uh, um, some 40k uh, chaos bits that I'm gonna put on them, like spikes and Oh yeah, <laughs> spice and chains and shit. That's gonna be awesome. Have you read the uh, the rules for corrupted titans yet? Uh, a bit. I don't know much of the game, so it it didn't make much sense to me what okay. those things do. But I'm definitely gonna corrupt them. Gonna corrupt them um, hard. Do like I think it's the uh, the guys who did the remembrancers retreats. Um, they have an a, an episode on the corrupted titan rules. And like, yeah. Uh, like, what are the most fun ones to try out, etc. Um, have yeah, a listen, listen to that. that and have some get some inspiration uh, before you start building. I think there's some really cool combos that can be super fun for certain uh, builds. So, so is it basically some sort of upgrade, but I guess they might have some downsides to them also or yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for sure you lose leadership when you get corrupted um so it uh, means that you uh, you can't perform orders um in the same efficiency as you can with a non-corrupted titan essentially. okay so if your leader guy is corrupted that's not good for the rest because they're not really gonna benefit from yeah that, that, i um... mean if they're already uh, crazy kill robots anyway yeah, they don't care. Maybe Harden can do. <laughs> the that Legio as well. Murderlord has this thing like instead of doing an order, they can like do the screech, like oh. corrupting screech, and like the enemy titans nearby can't do orders either. Oh yeah, oh. that's cool. That's yeah. That that plays very well with being bad at <laughs> doing orders yourself. Then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> autistic. <laughs> <laughs> Autistic warhounds just uh, <laughs> running the field. You just have to do that to psych your opponents. Like uh, when you call a war in 40k, you also you have to you have to do it. You have to scream it. But now you just I'm gonna psych you with my uh, piercing scream. <laughs> you're you're what? <laughs> <laughs> why why did I ask? Uh, so uh, yeah. That's that's my my last project. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the new um, uh, Direwolf uh, Scout Titan? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was also was that on the preview or was it just before? No, I don't it know. Was like the day before or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a bit wonky looking in a way, but I mean, it's fun to have another Scout Titan. We haven't. There's always there basically always only been one, right? Yeah. They they've been mentioned in the fluff like. For ages, and back in the original Titanicus game, they were a version of the regular Warhound. Oh, okay, really? So, but essentially as a loadout with different weapon options. Yeah, um, I mean, it, they have a thing for cool. just putting a big gun on top of things. That's yeah. sort of their go-to, like, mm, we have to make a new Titan. Let's put a big gun just on top of it. Oh! <laughs> and then it, it's got lesser like smaller arms instead right shorter arms yeah it just it essentially just has two guns there instead of arms yeah so it looks like super retro essentially like yeah. you would imagine 
somebody build like Andy Cottrell building his own freaking Titan for, um, yeah, back back in the nineties. So it's yeah. Um, yeah, it has a weird aesthetic, but at the same time, yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So not that bad. No, I don't. I don't mind it. It's just um, when I looked at it, it looked kind of somehow it was like low, low, low resolution or something. Like the it's not very detailed. I think the the guns looked very, <clears throat> very round or something. I don't know. Looked uh, would have been cool to see it in twenty eight millimeter scale to judge it first. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But do you think it's coming to to that scale as well, or would this only be Titanic scale? It's hard to say. Would be cool. Would be yeah. pretty usable as well, uh, unlike the <laughs> the Warbringer. Yeah, but at the same time, it doesn't look like there's been that much effort going into it as there was with the Warbringer. So, no, I agree with that. But it's fun. Fun. More variation. That's fun. I found I found the the murder lords. They look ah. dope. I mean <laughs> that red trim, that's really, really cool. That's very yeah. unique. Everyone else goes with metal. These guys goes with red. That that looks awesome. Yeah. They, it, it's a bit garish though. I think I'm gonna do like a like a bronze with a lot of red wash on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. They also had like white uh, flames on them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. All I've learned uh, about Titanicus so far is that everyone just, oh, the trim, the trim. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know, you paint all these cool and you can airbrush and do decals and stuff, but then you have all the trim. Yeah. Oh, and there's so much trim and you have to do the trim and you just have to do that. It's <laughs> serious pain. Like, it takes fucking ages <laughs> doing it. There is no way in the way for the perfect trim. You can't cheat with the trim. No. But, um, I also heard that uh, it's awful to assemble the Warlord, so I'm a bit hesitant to start. Well, oh, no, really? No, that's not true. The Warlord is an amazing kit to build. It's super fun. Yeah. And everything goes together so well. Like It's <laughs> a lot better than... than uh, difficult <laughs> it's it's a lot of small pieces but if you just do it in like a couple of assemblies you know it's fine it takes like roughly two hours to assemble it or something so oh. it's not that bad it's oh. it's actually quite fun to build like because you you know you put like oh here's this gun i'm gonna put it there you know it's it's more of a like you get the whole thing i don't know with a lot of kits there's this sort of you don't see that it's finished until you've done it. But with the Warlord, you really see like, oh, shit, this is like this massive leg. Now I built that. So there's oh, yeah. like, you get a sense of progress throughout the build, uh, which is also really fun. So, it seems, seems to be a thing with uh, the, you have to think a bit about like, oh, well, if I want to airbrush this thing separately, you know, you have to yeah. think about which of the plates you assemble and don't assemble and stuff like that, maybe? What, what I have always done is I never take out the, uh, the armor plating from the sprue. I airbrush it on the sprue. Mm-hmm. And then I, and I always build the sort of robo- robot skeleton mm-hmm. and then paint that up before I put the armor on. I guess so, that will mostly be metallic anyway, right? Or the yeah, same? Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there's so much stuff that the armor panels cover as well. So you can go really quick with the body and just like spray paint it lead venture, pick out some details in like brass and gold, and then wash the shit out of it. And it's mm -hmm. like that's the body done. And then oh, you nice. put your effort onto the panels instead. Yeah. But that depends. Do you think you will do any airbrushing, Niklas, or will you just paint with brush? I'm not sure, really. Hmm? It's gotten so used to uh, painting with brush again. Yeah. It does take... Uh, it is a bit of effort bringing out the old airbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, I definitely see the benefits with Titanicus and that sort of... Uh, but, uh, no, no. Huh? Yeah, I'm not Maybe. sure if uh, doing flames would be easier with a brush or with an airbrush, though. Yeah. The you might need some kind of like um what do you call it? Yeah, stencil? Or... Stencils, yes, thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stencils to to really uh, make it easy for you. Yeah. Make it smooth. Yeah. Well maybe I'll have to paint up mm -hmm. my one Warhound, so we can, yeah, so exactly. you can face me. Yeah. <laughs> I have two, uh, two manipals now. You can just borrow one from mine. Ah, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind because I did try the game once with uh, uh, Frederick and Ricard, and mm -hmm. uh, it was it, it is definitely one of the better games I've seen. Like, oh. uh, I think it definitely, yeah, it's just well designed, just uh, mm -hmm. and fun, fun to paint, uh, play. I, I would say. So, oh, yeah. uh, do you have any more projects, uh, Leon? 2022? More projects. Painting my apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. That's a hobby project, but it's not a wargaming project. Um, that, uh, our friends, <laughs> they gave the, well, yeah, the, the tip of using a, <laughs> like yeah, washing the oil uh, on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Just to speed up the process, <laughs> but I think you, I think you were right with that. It would just be the most expensive uh, painting ever. You <laughs> need a lot of it. Yeah, I want to have like this luxurious feeling with it. So uh, maybe I should go down the route of painting wow. it all with citadel color. <laughs> you just get null oil gloss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's such a nice, you know, really That's... brings out the feeling of luxury. <laughs> such a posh option. Whenever I, whenever I buy that in the store, they're like looking at me. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> fancy. Mm. I want the gloss one. Yeah. I don't think I have bought it, but I have an Agrax Earth Shade that I think is the gloss option, even though it doesn't say. It must be a mix-up because it's yeah. so shiny. I don't understand. It's a shades I usually become so matte, right? But this one yeah. just what the hell is wrong? I bet there's some batches that they mislabeled. You know, I have a yeah. couple of washes too that are just like this is so shiny. I don't know what to do with it. No, I mean, can and you... Then that, you get surprised every time you use it. That's the problem. Yeah. Well. You never put that. You have to put a label on it. I don't know. Can you mix it with like a matte medium or matte varnish or something? I guess you could. I've also down. heard that if you let them sit for long, the matte medium gets like uh, sedimented in the bottom. Okay, but then so you need you'd... to like stir so it should... for many it's... minutes before you use it. Uh huh. Mm. I kind of want to do the stirring thing, right? So. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna bear with me. I'm gonna do some 
highlights on the balls of the manticore. What? Going in. Oh, tickling the balls. It's out so it doesn't Ooh. bite. Or I well the head is facing away from me now. I have to watch well, out for the scorpion tail though. Oh probably has a, a mouth on his balls. Yeah, it probably so, does. Chaos mutations. Yeah. To be well, this one looks kind of the mirror's one has sort of like a normal lion look to it. It uh, doesn't look that corrupted. The wings are a bit scary, I guess. The scorpion tail sort of gives away that it's not a normal lion, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. Who knows? Um, yeah, so uh, do we have any closing thoughts for this episode? Any, any more what things? You, excitement what about this year? There, yeah, there's there's a bunch of stuff coming, right? You know, yeah. what's what do you think is going to happen to Heresy this year? When oh. when the box dropping? Like, have you guys talked about that yet? Yeah, well, we just said that we were s- sort of surprised that it didn't drop this preview yeah. again. Uh, even though Cabanda was nice, I have nothing against yeah, that. That's but cool. yeah. uh, but uh, where is the box? Was it a dream? Is this like the, Mand- the Mandela effect? We, everyone thought they saw leaked pictures, but actually, no, there never were leaked pictures. They were from an alternate dimension or something. I bet yeah. if you look for them now, they're all gone as well. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> E-Dub's been paying people to put them, put them down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's going to drop like later this year for sure, but since it's... It has to. Yeah, and it's looking to be like a big release. At least that's what I mean. They redid the logo. They're gonna. Mm. Everyone says they're gonna like uh, relaunch it as one of the main game systems for G Dubs. Mm. So that means, at least in my book, that they're gonna put some effort into the the release and make it a big thing. And yeah. the the slot for that is typically during summer. Okay. Uh, like they did that with the new 40k edition. They did it with the new AOS edition. Oh, they yeah. always drop drop the big stuff in the beginning of the summer. Yeah. Um. So and if it if it's gonna yeah. be a main branch, it you would expect it to be supported more regularly, right? So they would have to yeah. have stuff waiting so they could release things. Exactly. And so I sort of. I think it's a. Uh, it's actually a COVID issue that has sort of kept them from uh, doing this in, oh, yeah, it could be. in time. Yeah. Well, they've been doing it like all of the other things, though, through COVID. Yeah. yeah. Hard to say if they want, like, if they don't think the hype will be as big, but I think they've been doing very well, right? I think they're the, one of the companies, people are home and they can do hobby. <laughs> Well, they're exactly. at home. Yeah, and if you look at their stocks, like they've been growing by a hundred percent the last two, three years, like a hundred percent. That's crazy. So, oh, that's really cool. Like, yeah, they're making shit ton of money, and it's definitely like a business model that works. But it's yeah. just so weird with like this. I mean, okay, they don't like, you know, these um, what do you call it, like leaks to sort of dictate when they get stuff <laughs> out, of course. But at the same time. Like everyone's just begging for it. We really yeah. want this box. We're gonna yeah. buy tons of them. Mm. So, like from a financial perspective, I don't get why they don't just drop it. And mm. especially considering that we're not that into the other game systems. Most people that play uh, Horus Heresy, they don't simultaneously play, you know, 40k or Age of Sigmar. So 
Ah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. But I feel like yeah. they might risk losing some people. Like yeah, myself, for example. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, the the hype sort of went down, I would say. Uh, mm -hmm. You have to keep people interested. And yeah. uh, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, if you release the Solar War books and you get people reading that and they're excited about that, then that's when you're supposed to. Yeah, that's also really weird. Like, why haven't they timed the release of the solar books with like model releases? Yeah, that, I mean that would be so such an auto thing, right? And black black books with rules and you, I don't know. I mean, I could understand if there's some sort of lag that you need the books to be out for a couple, like a year. So, so that enough people have time to read the book and then they get excited and then you drop the models or something. Yeah, but, but they surely have not. that option now, I think. Yeah, like, exactly. Joterra has been running for three years now, the mm. um, the book series from Black Library. So Yeah, and they're, we're not closer at all with, to rules-wise. No. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. What, but what are you guys hoping for with like scale? Are you are you afraid that the scale is going to change, or do you think it's going to happen? Do you think it's not going to happen? Would you prefer it not to? Oh, you mean because there were some models that were very big that they some characters yeah. and stuff, right? And also uh, what with like the last couple of releases that many characters uh, character models have been on the little larger side. Yeah, but then I heard that there were some that were smaller again, so it. I don't know. Doesn't seem really consistent, mm. and, and also that yeah, someone said that the new, if we have plastic Mark Six in the leaks, that they would look that they would be really big as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I honestly haven't put any. You know, I, I don't. I'll I'll see. I, I don't have any. I I think it's too soon to say anything about it so far. I, uh, I won't freak out if they're bigger. No, I won't mm -hmm. either. I mean, we already had the thing with. First, you had the the basis. If you compare, yeah, well, yeah, and if you compare Mark IV from Forge World with a plastic Mark IV, it's a yeah, huge yeah. difference there already. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, like like the old resin models on the old basis already yeah. look like babies compared to the exactly. Oh well, yeah, ones. because you also had them on the what was it? How many before thirty two? Yeah, yeah, and just I mean, just switching that made them look bigger, but that uh, of course they are. <laughs> so the legs are so thin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so no, I I don't think. I mean, of course, if they're suddenly like primary sized, it would be a bit like oh. I, I, hopefully, it looks if it still looks good on the table together everything. Mm -hmm. I think it will. Uh, it would have to be a pretty big difference because yeah. as long as they're not in close combat or something you don't really notice it either i think no and yeah, uh, yeah i think it's going to be fine regardless as, as long as they don't go like full primaries then i think it's going to be yeah reasonable but uh, mm -hmm. i don't know what, what else could they release this year i i mean i i'm excited about the old world but i i doubt we'll see the old world this year so I'm I'm hoping for at least uh, like a model reveal this year. That'd that be awesome. could happen. Yeah, that could definitely happen. I think because yeah, they I mean, already showed, yeah, that they have 
plans. I mean, the designs for Kislev and stuff have been out for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and do you I don't think know. they're going to do uh, Cathay as model? Yeah. What would they start mm. with? I mean, say that the old world would take place in the time of three emperors, but they have, which I mean, they've said basically when it's going to be, right? We know mm-hmm. some things, and we know it's going to be the old world, which already it's like, well, why is Cathay in there then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so would they start, would they launch that game with Cathay, which is like the furthest away from it, or would they, would it not make more sense to launch it with, uh, like, here's an Empire Civil War kit or something? Yeah, I don't think they'll have Cathay for no, a long no. while. It's and hard to I, say. I think it's going to be combined with like G Dubs releasing many uh, sort of of the classic kits, you know, as maybe made to order or mm-hmm. available on Forge World. Like, what did you see what they did with like the um, the third edition uh, 40k box with the, like the Dark Eldar and like oh, yeah. models? Like, if they still have those lying around. You know the spruce from them, yeah. and and able to produce them at such, um, in such quantity, then then they definitely have like most of the Warhammer Fantasy classics that we're used to. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's I true. So maybe it's not that big of a step to re. I mean, maybe they won't don't have to redesign everything, as you said. No, I mean I they're still selling really... some of the models. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's just gonna be like there's gonna be some splash releases and stuff, but. I don't know. Maybe they won't like make whole new armies like we imagine them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think Kiss level will be early in the release. Yeah. Anyway, because for sure that they they hype with Total War Warhammer Three. Yeah, um, I think yeah. I think they should do that at least. Hopefully. No. Yeah. <laughs> what are you excited about, Leon? What do you think they will bring out? Titanicus stuff or? Necromunda mm. stuff, maybe, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, shit! They might release Epic Ash this year. Made... They might release Mordheim this year. Who, who knows, right? Yeah, who knows for sure? It could go all all kinds of ways. No, yeah. but uh, I'm I'm keen for this Ash Wastes uh, Necromunda stuff. I just want to see what yeah. it is. It's not sort of like I want to start playing Necromunda just because it it got a nice trailer, but it looks like a cool thing, and they they hyped it a lot during the preview. Yeah, uh, so that's is nice. that a, a Mad Max sort of thing? Yeah, exactly. And you can have like trains and shit that you can hijack. And, oh. Like, oh. It's, um, it used to be a big thing in, in the old Necromanda yeah. edition. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm, I'm keen for heresy. Like I, I just want this box to drop so people start playing again. And I mean, people are playing still. Um, I'm keen to see some more events, go to some, to some games, mm-hmm. get some games in with our local group, get mm-hmm. get our little team in in Gothenburg to start building up some Somertalis lists. And oh yeah, yeah, cool. that's true. With with me gone, maybe you can. Yeah. Influence them more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're <laughs> oh god damn it. Well, I'm I've planted my seeds of corruption here now, so I'm it's just <laughs> starting to spread. <laughs> Soon Erland will be the fantasy hub of Sweden, yes. <laughs> Tournaments. 
summer tournaments on Ireland. The, the mecca of uh, of the fantasy for, and reggae. For sure. Just waiting for my uh, my parents to to uh, sell their cows and then I'll convert the entire <laughs> farm into a event scene. We can start having. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll leave the. I'll leave the. <laughs> the what do you call it? Like uh, so, you can just piss and shit on the floor. I'll leave the little <laughs> can canals. I'll call them canals. I'll leave the <laughs> the canals there. Have them running. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's gonna work out. People can mm-hmm. uh, vomit in them after having too many beers. Yeah, yeah. I'll just put more <laughs> sawdust on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. But I hope, uh, yeah, this was very nice talking about new projects and what we're hoping for. I think it mm-hmm. uh, seems to be a bright 2022. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and. Pandemic can like leave us alone now with Omicron spreading everywhere and yeah. making people immune and stuff. I just want to go travel. I want to go to Nottingham and fucking play at the Warhammer World. Like, yeah, if that can happen during this year. I would be stoked. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Yeah. All right then. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, nice having you on. I definitely got thinking about what. Uh, yeah, I have to think more about what makes a good project, or why. Why have some projects happened and have some epically failed? Maybe we <laughs> should all take some time to evaluate our our projects and yeah. and uh, <laughs> do some deep uh, psychological analysis into why what's wrong with me why why can't i finish <laughs> projects well oh, look at the good things that you have finished and be happy about those things and what can you learn from that take home the good messages uh, or something i don't know uh it's been so long i have to remember uh, it's something about not giving head and not losing your head and remember kids, Fulgrim gives head and Fulgrim takes head. Don't lose your head.